thanks for uh, sitting down to chat. I'd always seen like your work and stuff and like thought, oh yeah, yeah, she's great. And I thought it'd be cool to sit down and talk. Aw, thanks. <laughs> I'm super excited to finally chat with you. So thanks for having me yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I think just to kind of kick things off, um, I would just like to know during your free time, uh, what do you do? Like what is, what, what is your, what keeps you occupied? When or if you have free time. When or if, yeah. Um, these days, I feel like, I don't know, like a lot of times I find myself kind of, I have a hard time like relaxing in my free time these days. But if mm. I am able to like kind of just chill, I like to read, play video games, play music, which I actually haven't done in a long time. And I feel... What do you play? I play shakuhachi, which is a Japanese bamboo flute, and oh, I'm trying okay. to teach myself the guitar slash gitalele. Um, mm. Yeah, I can play a little bit of that. And so the shakuhachi, like, what led what led to that? <laughs> what led to that? Oh man, that's just not one that you usually hear, yeah. you know. And uh, which I think it's awesome. Oh. I'm like, what what led to that? I lived in Japan for a while, and um, actually, okay. it goes back even further than that. Um, sure. I studied theater in college, and while we were doing um, our Suzuki-style acting <laughs> exercises, um, they would play mm -hmm. shakuhachi music, and I was I just loved the sound of it, and then I heard it in a lot of anime, which I was watching at the time, and mm -hmm. I just thought, like, I don't know, I just fell in love with the kind of lonely sound of this instrument and um I, had, I already played the flute um for years and so when I moved to Japan I looked for a teacher immediately to see if I could learn how to play okay. it and um I found one miraculously in the because I lived in initially um Yuri Honjo in Akita which is kind of like in the middle of nowhere and so mm. I surprisingly was able to find a teacher and uh started to learn and I still am kind of studying um although I haven't been to lessons in a while because of COVID I found a teacher in LA as well but um yeah COVID mm. has kind of slowed everything down and it just kind of like demotivated me to keep practicing so sure, you know sure was Japan through was that jet or what was the or you just wanted to live in Japan or what was what was the yes it was what led you to Japan? <laughs> it was jet mm, okay how did you know gotcha um oh I, I I've known people who have gone to both like you know Japan Korea yeah like yeah for, uh, yeah mm -hmm. yeah for I think teaching and stuff jet is like probably the most common route I've heard people say that they find themselves there um yeah so I kind of I wasn't that I wanted to live in Japan. But I really wanted to travel, and um, my senior year of college, I was kind of like, well, I guess I'm going to move to New York and do acting after this. <laughs> and yeah. my Japanese teacher at the time was like, why don't you apply to the JET program? I think you'd love it. And I was like, okay, mm. let me give that a try. And uh, I got in, and that was that. I decided to move there and initially I was just going to be there for a year because I was like let me okay. go travel you know chill and then I stayed for six years <laughs> so wow yeah were you ever considering like uh this is where I'm going to be forever because some people I know like whether through jet for Japan or you know some people I've known who've gone to Korea to teach they like they just fall in love with the country and they just live there 
Like, yeah. was that, did that, did that ever cross your mind? Or? I mean, kind of, it was, so I was two years in Akita just teaching on jet. And then I decided to move to Tokyo because I was like, I want to try to do the acting and music thing and mm. I'm not going to be doing it in Akita. And it was either like move back to the States and do it there or try Tokyo. And I was like, I have to at least try living in Tokyo while I'm in Japan. Sure. sure. So I moved to Tokyo and I was, I kind of did like a lot of different things performance wise. I was mainly doing like these children's musicals that were on stage and they traveled around Japan. So that mm. was cool. I get to see a lot of the country and stuff. Um, And I would just do like random other gigs, some voiceover here and there. And that's where I first got started in voiceover. Um, Really? In Japan? Interesting. (laughs) Yes. And so was this English voiceover or Japanese or both? It was English. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I assume you're, I I mean, you taught, I mean, I assume you're fluent in Japanese, but I got it. So they were hiring you for English voiceover. Was this like... What kind of what kind of projects um, were you were you doing? It was so I didn't do a ton of voiceover there, but um, I did some just like, you know, promo stuff. Mm. Um, and I did voices for the shows that I was in. And okay. like they had like these puppets that would talk. And then also for some of the shows, they had people in costume, like those mm. giant animal costumes, like. Yeah, like, yeah, I cannot think of the word right now. Like a mascot type costume, mm-hmm. and so I did like the voiceovers for those shows, and I in English in English. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Are, are these like long? Like I mean, I mean, long monologues or like I'm I'm wondering like why in English? Like is the is the audience? So, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, what's up? Is there something? Be, is there a story behind this? I mean, it's not really a story. It's just like these shows were to teach kids English. That was the purpose. Oh. They're kids shows to teach kids English. Um, they're they were part of a like a club, and like club members would get tickets to come see these shows. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite character you played uh, back then, back then. Uh, in those plays? Is there, oh, were there any memorable ones that, that still you remember? Or is it just a blur at this point? I I mean, they were all kind of like very <laughs> basic, like slow talking. They're, they're all <laughs> cute, but like there was a, a character called Pom Pom who's a panda bear. And okay. Pom Pom was pretty fun. Mm. Now, I, you mentioned earlier at the time you watched anime. Do you still watch anime? Or no? Uh, I do. I just don't watch as much as I used to. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think, like, in high school, I really, like, kind of got into anime, and I watched a lot of it. And uh, okay. now, I, it's, like, it's mainly, like, a time thing. Mm. And also, just, like, if I have time to watch something, I'm usually watching it with, like, my boyfriend or somebody else. And they mm-hmm. don't always want to watch anime, though. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I did convince my boyfriend to watch um, *The Way of the House Husband*, though, because I was like, mm. "I'm in it. Don't you want to see my work?" But, <laughs> so to, to, the trick now is just just getting all the anime that you want to watch. Then then you'll have an excuse to <laughs> make right? him watch it with you. Yeah, I'll just guilt him into all of it. So what was or what was what? What's your favorite anime? How weeb are we talking here? Like. 
were you deep in it? Uh, in in high school, I feel like I was. Like one of my favorites that I watched just because the subtitles were so hilarious was Gerodo Gunso. Oh yeah, like, it yeah. was so funny because I don't even know if like I I remember I would go to my friend Elvis's house and we would just watch whatever anime that he had available and he had a dvd of Gerardo Gonzo and like I don't know if there was a dub on the dvd but we watched the subtitled version and mm. they were just like all over the place and it just made it even funnier <laughs> so that was that was a classic um like I love Cowboy Bebop which I want to rewatch because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a oh, long great. time um one aside, uh, I also have a friend named Elvis. I feel like that's a rare... Really? It's like a rare... Yeah, yeah. A very close friend, Elvis, who I'm still very good friends with. <laughs> so no way. I, that's, it's just interesting. You never meet a lot of people who know, who know an Elvis. Yeah. But where, did anyway, you, uh, where did you meet your Elvis? <laughs> my Elvis was actually... Uh, how familiar are you with my background with, uh, let's say, Mario? Do you, do you know this I know tale? that you write Mario fan fiction. <laughs> Hold on. I don't write it currently. I mean, <laughs> sure, you don't. I, I oh, That's what you I say did. I did in the past. And actually, I have to write one for the charity milestones <laughs> now. But uh, my my uh, internet background uh, as a youngin was um, like, oh, God, like this would have been tr- starting at like age 12, writing Mario fan fiction. And so I met I met my current wife. Uh, uh, current wife, my wife. It's not like I had other <laughs> wives. My, <laughs> my. I, I think I'm used to saying like my then girlfriend, now wife. But you're just like anyway, specifying I just, your timelines a little step. too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A uh, current wife for now. No, uh, my. I met my uh, wife and a lot of very close friends who I'm still very good friends with today, uh, through a Mario fan fiction uh, community, um, and we've just known each other for. God, eight, 18, 18 some years. Wow. No. Um, and yeah, so uh, that's my. Wait, why am I talking about this again? What? I asked is, you how you knew your Elvis. That's right. And in that community, uh, Elvis was one of those guys. Uh, oh, cool. He, for listeners, he's uh, that's the Elvis who's been on the podcast before. But yeah, um, anyway, yeah, we, we both have an Elvis. Uh, <laughs> In, in our in our histories um any other uh anime that uh you any anything now that you are have enjoyed anything now so recently i haven't watched too much i just watched way of the house husband which mm-hmm. i thought was pretty freaking funny um i started watching was it doro e doro but i didn't get very far i like oh, okay. weird stuff so i was like this is a you know, right up my alley, but I didn't get mm. very far yet. So I have, I'm reserving judgment until I watch more. Gotcha. Um, yeah. That's one I need to watch. I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. How about you? Have you, are you an anime fan? Uh, I'm, I've, I never really stopped. So for me, it's, um, well, that's not true. I think it's, it's like, it's sort of ebbs and flows, right? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, well, especially now it's like, you have, I have more time, uh, than before uh so it, it sort of resurged where um a a group of friends and i we do a weekly we each bring an episode of a, uh, of an anime each pre- like a presentation and we watch in one episode of each show uh every week so it's like six shows and we so we've been going through a lot of anime actually during the during covid mm. um and so some new stuff for me has been 
uh, Sarah's on my. I, I've been enjoying. It. I don't know if you know that show. That one's pretty good. I um, I've been showing them Sound Euphonium too, um, or in Sound Euphonium, which I was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, just okay. a bunch of um, some older stuff that I never actually watched. I never ever actually watched Nichi Joe or Space Dandy, and you mm. know, watching those. Uh, oh, we just got introduced Joe. to a. Yeah. We just got introduced to a new show, or not, oh yeah, like the other, like the other night, uh, Tonkatsu DJ Agitaro, <laughs> where it's about a guy who works at a tonkatsu restaurant, but also wants to be a DJ, and he <laughs> starts discovering the parallels that apparently there are skills of being a tonkatsu chef that uh, correlate oh to God. being a DJ. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like I, we've watched the first two, and I was like, this is pretty great. Um, I would so say, funny. yeah, that and there's this other show, another friend of mine we've been watching called Garakuta, Mr. Stain on Junk Alley, which I'd never heard of before in my no. life. It is a weird, <clears throat> like, 2000s, or I think early 2000s CG anime with, it's, if you just, if you Google Mr. Stain on Junk Alley, you will see <laughs> how fucking bizarre this show is. It okay. is just, it's wild like you it's only like six me. it's like six seven minute episodes uh and each episode you never know what's gonna happen like you had me at bizarre feel, yeah 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 like i feel like every episode there's at least one moment where we all just go what <laughs> like what is happening um you think you can predict what's gonna happen and then it just goes Wow, there's no dialogue. It's just these strange characters. There's no dialogue. Okay. Uh, Wait a just... second. I wonder if I've seen an episode of this. I'm gonna look Shit. it up after. But you, if you, if no no look it up look it up. Have you seen okay. it? Have you? I want to know if you've seen this show. Okay. Say that, the name it, one I, more time. Garakuta, Mister Stain on Junk Alley. If you search Mister Stain on Junk Alley, I mean, if you've seen this, you will know because. Oh there's no, no no I haven't. Okay, else. do you do you know what you were thinking of? No, it, I it was like this weird. I feel like there was no talking either and like I feel like there was like a cat character and so I'm like this a like, cat character. Is it CG? Uh it was, but I think he was like I don't know if I I think he was like blue. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Blue cat anime. I mean, the only thing I can think of is, like, obviously, like, Doraemon or something. Anime. Yeah. Like, uh, or, like, Gumball. What am I thinking uh, of? If anyone, if anyone listeners uh, know, uh, let, let, let me know in the comments. I'm curious. This is, like, a very vague thing to go off of. That yeah, I could I could be wrong. Like, anime. I just remember it being, like, it was one of those things, like, a short, like, short, they're, like, short episodes. I feel like it was CG and, like... I think that there was a cat in it, and I, I can't remember beyond that. This Anthropomorphic is... cat or, like, actual cat? Like, uh, is it walking around, like, on two legs, like, hello? Or is it, like, an actual four-legged cat? I think cat, it was like... an actual cat, but honestly, I don't mm, remember. This is, this is, like, the vague... I have a terrible memory when it comes to stuff like this, unless I, like, rewatch it or, like, I don't know. Sure, sure. You mentioned before also video games. What what are you, uh, What have you been playing lately? Oh, boy. So I'm, like, notorious for starting games and never finishing them these days. Sure. I am currently playing Blue Flame, or Blue Fire. Blue, Blue uh, Fire. Yeah, it's a, it's for Switch, or I'm playing it on Switch. It might be for other platforms. Um, and it was recommended by a friend um, because he knows that I loved Hollow Knight. And so oh, it's kind of yeah. in the same, like, tone of yeah. that game, but it's 3D. 
and it's not a oh, side scroller. Is it like uh, top down? Oh, like I see. Yeah, it's kind of like a almost is- or not isometric, but kind of like oh, I see, like an action platformer ish, or more yeah. of an action game. Hmm. Uh, it's got like levels in it that you play. Like, uh, what are they called? Voids, and mm-hmm. they are really hard. <laughs> so, mm. I'm almost done with that one, and I'm like. I'm going to finish this before I start anything else because I always will like I'll play a game and sometimes I'll get like 75% done and then something else comes out or like I get busy and I leave it and then something else comes out and I just start that and I never finish Mm. it like I have not finished The Last of Us I have not finished Pokemon Shield I have not Mm. finished Final Fantasy 7 or I have not oh like it's really bad the list goes on are we talking Last of Us 1 or 2? one i started one, one oh, twice wow, okay. i started one twice and i so the first time i got stuck on this i got stuck on one part and so i put it down and then like moved on to i think i think i played near automata after that mm-hmm. i did finish that mm-hmm. and then i just kind of forgot about it and then two was coming out and um my roommate was like we should start over and like play from the beginning. I'm like, yeah. And we played through like an hour and then we just never touched it again. Mm. Um, I'm really bad at first person shooters and um, yeah. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. For me, if I drop a game, it's usually early. Like it's usually like I get like maybe 10% and I go, ah, I just don't feel like it. It's rare for me to do it at the 75% mark. Because I think to get to that point, it had to have hooked me that far. You know what I mean? Mm, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm pretty fickle of, like, if a game can't hook me within the first couple hours, like, at least make me want to play more, I'll just be like, Psh. <laughs> I'll just go, I, I, don't, I don't care. I'll just move on to the next one. Like, I, that, that, I can't that, get like, time that, for that. That first two to three hour period is crucial. It's like, if you can't get me, get me hooked... I don't know. I, I, it's much more I mean, likely that's that I fair. will probably drop it. Uh, There's a lot of stuff out there, and like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's how I feel about a lot, like most mediums, like shows. It's like they're like, watch the whole season. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not gonna watch <laughs> the whole season first. It's, it gets good after the f- first season. It's like, oh, great. Uh, yeah, I don't have time. Uh, that's not entirely true. I don't have the patience more mm. so. So I think it's. Uh, more but i think when a a show or game or whatever can hook you that's just a testament to how good it is it's you know um like i very recently got into hades i don't know if you've played that at all i haven't but i've heard it like it's great so it's pretty amazing uh really i i mean finish blue fire (laughs) finish blue fire first yes okay um but after blue fire uh if you're looking for a game that's just very addicting very uh, rewarding to play uh, Hades. It, it's funny because so many guests on the podcast have tried to get me to play Hades, and I finally am. And it's not like I didn't believe them. I just mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna hook me, so I just had to wait for like a time where I, I needed that. Not mm-hmm. that my schedule's gotten any less busy, but I've gotten more like Ugh, I just want to do. I just want to like. For me, I have the tendency to want to beat the shit out of a game sometimes, like 100%, 100% it. Uh, so yes. I, I, I'm in the mood for it now. So I'm like, okay, Hades is the perfect game for it because it's all about okay. unlocking, 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 and getting... Okay. Yeah, it's... Okay. It's, it's, then I want to play great. it because, oh my god, I 
so I have a hard time these days with like all the DLC and like the games games that just keep going like mm. I had to stop playing Animal Crossing because oh, okay. I was like this has no end like <laughs> this is just gonna go on forever and I can't like I need 100% I need to get all this stuff and I just I couldn't do it so like it's I'm adorable I get why people it. like it <laughs> uh, my goal is to get all the Nook Mile rewards uh, all of them period which will okay. take, I think, still several more months. Because uh, KK Slider concerts, you can't, you have to do, yeah. only go to your island. and Anyway, it's a whole thing. But uh, yeah. are, there, are there any games that you did crush? Any games that you did get super consumed or into? I'm trying to think of the last one. It's been a long time since I've like 100% completed something. What was the latest? I played a Metroid game. And I can't remember which one it was for. Was it a side-scrolling one or one of the primes? Yeah, side-scroller. Newer Um, release? Yeah. Was it a remake? It's like I'm doing 20 questions Uh, at this point. Yes, yes. Was it the one where it was like the remake of 2? Possibly. Okay. What console? I'm like blanking on the name. Um, Probably. It was probably is it Metroid Two: Return of Samus? No. No. Was it? I'm like. Hmm. Wait. Because I know that one had a remake on 3DS. I want to say or something like that. Was it Fusion? Oh, Fusion. Uh, Fusion. The the Game Boy Advance one. Did it, have, did it have a blue like, evil Samus in it or whatever? Or not, I, not an evil I, Samus. There's like a yeah, dark one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, I'm like, that's the last game I, I can think of right now that I for sure, like, beat 100%. Mm. Um, and then, like, I was trying to get Breath of the Wild, like, I I spent so much time on that game. And I'm also, like, I don't like to use, I don't like to cheat. Mm. It's like I don't like to look stuff up online or I don't like to um like you know how the the Koroks are in that game and you have to find a million of them. Yeah, yeah. I was like I'm not going to use anything. Oof. Like I'm not going to look up where they are. I'm just going to find them with my mask and like Yeah. And it I still like I still haven't complete that one, but like that might be my next project. Goal. Mm. Yeah, project. Yeah, I, I should go back to Breath of the Wild cuz I beat it. Um, I wanted. Did you get all the shrines? Mm-hmm. I uh, I there was one I didn't get because I was it was in the castle and I accidentally stumbled upon the final boss uh, ah. and beat it. So I was like, "Fuck, well, whatever." Um, there's like stuff I could go back to in that. Uh, I think I have a hard time. I think also a reason why I don't usually uh, switch games often until I beat it is I have that thing where if I stop playing a game. And go back to it. It's very hard for me to be like oriented, like 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 to remember exactly mm-hmm. like how to play everything. Um, yeah, I think the only games I can do that with are something like Three Houses because I played it like fucking six or <laughs> six seven times at this point, all the way through. Do you really? I yes. Uh, I have played. I have beaten all. I've gotten all four paths. And then each time DLC came out, I uh, did a did a playthrough, and then I did another playthrough because of a charity Damn. milestone with the new DLC. Uh, but yeah, have you have you played Three Houses at all? 
I have, um, like I said, I think, did I mention that earlier? Yeah, that's another I started and didn't finish. Mm. But I do, like, I like it because I had never played a Fire Emblem game before this one. Okay. And I was, like, really surprised at how much I like the strategy of battle. Yeah. Because initially I was like, this is going to be hard. And, <laughs> but then I was like, no, this is fun and good and I like it. But um, I got distracted and never finished it mm. i'm gonna go back to it though because i i really like that game and it's relaxing it's really like yeah relaxing for me the music the characters even though it is dramatic but mm. you know it's uh, it's a very accessible entry point i think for fire emblem i think um mm. the ones before this uh were actually pretty hard um i mean mm-hmm. diehard fans are gonna be like ah oh, you think those were hard the old school but um, I think Three Three Houses is actually a very nice entry point for people who have never played it because it it's definitely easier and adds a lot of features that I like quality of life stuff that I like because um, mm-hmm. yeah. I I I mean I used to be pretty hardcore with like oh and, you know reset every time a character dies or whatever but now I'm like I don't have the fucking time for this give me a rewind function thank you that's I'll, I'll just take that. Yeah, I like that. It takes a lot of the stress. Yes, out. yeah, I don't like, have the stamina to play it the other way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, now I like to uh, give the guests an opportunity. Uh, is there um, either a topic you would like to bring up, uh, or a question for me, or anything, anything that you want to oh. uh, um, tackle? Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I have a question for you. What's up? So you you do a lot of those videos where you just taste everything. I do, yeah. Okay, I'm like I'm wondering if what brought those on, and if you have like a favorite thing that you've had to try everything of. Mm, okay, so no joke. The reason why I wanted to do those is because, well. I had known that people had done them on, on like, online or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that always seemed kind of fun. Um, and I don't know about you, but whenever I went to the grocery store, you would you would look at, let's say, like, the Oreo section and be like, that's a lot of fucking Oreos. Like, yeah. 30, <laughs> 30-some Oreos? Like, man, I wonder what these all taste like. And then I was like, well, fuck it. Why don't I just find <laughs> out? So... I think the first one I did was oh, it was Lunchables, which was miserable. Uh, oh, boy. that was a that was like a thing of going. I haven't had these in what 20, 20 some plus years. So, is it are these gonna be as good? I knew they weren't, but I was like, maybe this will be fun, like a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. No, they're fucking terrible. They're just <laughs> disgusting. Like they weren't they weren't good when you were a kid. Just okay, kid but you were just, you were just wait, dumb as a kid. What about yeah? the, the ham and cheese one? Okay, no? the ha- you mean the cracker one, the ham and cheese crackers? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. When you're a kid and you don't know how anything tastes, <laughs> you're like, yeah, these are great. When you're an adult and you've had real ham and cheese, you're like, oh, these are terrible. Like, uh, I mean, they're not. I will say that compared to some of the other stuff, um, I would say it was fine. But I'm curious I is, like what. Do they have new Lunchables? Because I haven't eaten them since I was, like, a kid. So I remember um, there was, like, ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, pizza Lunchables. There was the the nacho one, which made mm-hmm. 
really sick one time so never again oh really gotcha yeah, yeah. uh i would say the pizza ones are actually probably the best ones uh just because at worst you're just eating a ketchupy per- pepperoni disc <laughs> like <laughs> like it's not that bad yeah uh it's not great but it's not that bad i'm trying to think there were some really bad i think like sandwiches or something i just those were bad that was miserable i'm sorry Oh, I well, I brought it upon myself. Uh, and my favorite one, let's see, there were some that are like actually pretty pleasurable. Like I, I like savory snacks, so like there was one that was just like try thirty different lays. But you know, <laughs> I mean, like I mean, like one or two, and so it was like, oh yeah, just you know, that A wasn't sampling. so bad. A sampling, right? Uh, I think um, anything like that, like Cheetos, Cheez Its. Those were those were all good. The Pocky one was fine. Anything that like, I'd say some of the worst ones were Lunchables was one. Uh, Pop Tarts, fuck Pop Tarts. I can't. <laughs> I never. I never need to eat another Pop Tart in my life. They're oh just... man, I also don't like Pop Tarts, and people get real mad about it. They're like, what? Uh, I'm, I'm like, with it's you because. Dry and I'm sorry. Some of them are fine. Like I like some of them, but. Uh, try trying like twenty nine different one of them in a sitting. Like not no, all, you. not you don't you know, not the whole thing, but even a bite each, and you want to die. Like yeah, no it thanks. just, it's terrible. You know, I don't really like goldfish crackers. Uh, I mm. think they're very bland. Um, that was pretty bad. Uh, Chips Ahoy cookies suck ass. <laughs> I have found in <laughs> uh, only like one or two varieties are good, and the rest are ass. It's kind of nice to do these and go. Great. I never have to be tempted by this particular snack ever again. I will yeah. never want to eat a Pop-Tart again or Goldfish Crackers again. Uh, the, that craving has been buried alive six feet under. It, I, I no longer have to worry about that. Um, well, thank you for doing the work for the rest of us. So we oh, don't no, yes, to... yes. You're welcome. Uh, my... Uh, Let's see, there was LaCroix, uh, which uh, I don't know your take on LaCroix. Oh, yeah, I I saw that, and I was like, where's the cola one? Because there's a cola flavor, apparently. Is it any good? I haven't tried it yet because I can't get it anywhere. Do you like LaCroix? I am not a huge fan. My boyfriend drinks Mm. it religiously. Mm. Um, But I'm like, it's fine. I like mango and hibiscus the best. Mango? I I don't think I found mango either. Um... I found what like fourteen of them, and that was enough. I, yeah. <laughs> I I'd say one of the worst parts is uh, I don't do the next one until we finish it or give away everything. Uh, and since it's pandemic, and I don't get to see people as often. I can't give these away as easily. Mm-hmm. So I've just I, I'm like I'm literally drinking Lacroix right now. I just <laughs> have to drink drink our way through these terrible metal fizzy bullshit beverages uh for the next couple weeks but uh good luck yeah yeah well i'm having a coconut one right now that one this one's fine but oh i don't i don't know i think not a not a big coconut fan i don't i I think i tried the coconut and i didn't like it but the worst Mm. one for me was the key lime one i think really i liked the key lime well i don't like key lime pie or anything uh, like I'm not a fan of key lime, I so see, I see. it was just like 
the thing I don't like. So key lime and coconut made me feel something. So <laughs> I I like them better than the others, which made me feel nothing or rage. That's uh, fair. Just like yeah, at least these kind of reminded me of a coconut, or reminded me of a lime, as opposed to uh, uh, a fever dream, TV static fever dream of what a fruit might be. That's mm. what I think other ones are like for me. Now, going going back to um, video games, what would you say your favorite video game is? I'm, I'm less hardcore than a lot of people, but I do love video games. And I think, oh man, I, I still say uh, Ocarina of Time just because mm. it was like such a revolutionary game at the time. Yeah. Um, Because I played it when it came out because I'm old. And <laughs> it was just so cool to ride a horse around this open world map and just mind-blowing um i think breath of the wild is now a better game and i also adore that game Mm -hmm. um it's so hard to choose like one favorite like because i love these for different reasons and then i love the original metroid game so much like this uh super metroid the side scrollers Mm. like i adore those games and oh i gotta say (laughs) guitaro man Ooh, okay, yes. okay. Oh my so, god. <clears throat> you're trying to tell me, oh, I don't play hard. I'm not a hard. And then you pull out a fucking Guitaru Man. Like, oh my god. On. Wait, so that you is, know Guitaru Man? A, that, oh yeah, that's a deep cut. Yeah. I that, was. So, yeah. One year for Halloween, I was Guitaru Man. Oh shit. That. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you're never allowed to say again, oh, I'm not that. In, or I'm, I'm not as hard. That's, that's hardcore. That is. <laughs> legit hardcore i guess like um, i have like for halloween i have cosplayed a lot of video game characters like i was okay part of a mario party where i was boo um and mm. i made the mask for that um i was recycling so i was link but i was i made my costume out of recyclables okay so that happened and then yeah i think is that that's for boo it okay like is the mat like you have a mask with the boo mask and the rest is like a blank like a cloth or what what's describe the boo costume so i made a basically a boo body helmet and then i just wore black so it was just Ah, like the head that's cute okay um also just wanted to say you said something earlier that uh you played ocarina of time when you were a child that counts you as old that hurt me that (laughs) but i guess that's technically true (laughs) That I'm at sorry. this point, uh, we are we are very old, and there yeah. are kids who uh, think of Ocarina of Time as like a relic. Because uh, yep. when was that? That was nineteen ninety. What year did that come out? Do you oh, know, gosh. offhand. I don't know offhand. Ninety. Of time. La 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 la. Ninety eight. Nine. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that was what. 23 23 years ago yeah i'm sorry we're gonna uh, die soon yeah well it's it's fine because sometimes i'll hear people be like oh yeah i grew up with like the Wii." i'm like you grew up what do you mean you grew up with the Wii? <laughs> what like i was that's like uh high school is when you play when i played the Wii. yeah uh god um so it's uh, clearly you've been playing games for a long time uh and um i mean now now your work you're you know getting to voice in them did you um was voiceover 
something that you ever wanted to do as a kid or was it something you kind of stumbled into? It was kind of a little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. As a fan of, I love cartoons as well, animation, mm-hmm. huge, huge cartoon fan. Um mm-hmm. And video games. And so, but like growing up, there wasn't a ton of voiceover in video games. So, right. Because <laughs> we're old. Um, yeah. So it was more animation that kind of influenced me in that regard. Mm. And I just loved playing around with sound and my voice. And, and um, it was always just kind of a an interest, but I never thought that I could do it as a job until Mm -hmm. I it kind of like slowly very slowly dawned on me when I was in Japan because I would I would you know I was an actor I studied theater I was a theater major and I was like I'm gonna be an actor slash singer blah so I was like oh part of acting is this other thing that people do professionally and oh I think I might be kind of good at it and oh my gosh people have careers in this should I pursue? And then Mm. I like decided to just go for it. Cause I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, yes, this is, this is what I love to do. This is what I want to do. And like, it's not that I'm not, I'm, I'm not opposed to doing other things, but this is why I moved back to the United States and I moved to LA. I I was in New York first, um, Mm -hmm. just for a couple months taking voiceover lessons. Cause I was like, I'm going to go for this thing. And then, I don't know if you know about the Bang Zoom contest that I was in. No. Um, I, uh, okay. <laughs> come, tell me the tale. The tale is that um, I moved back to the States and I was like, let me look for some voiceover opportunities on the internet. And I stumbled across a voiceover contest hosted by Bang Zoom and Star, Star Child Entertainment. And mm. um, the deadline for submissions was like the next day. And they wanted like a talent video and a voiceover video. So like you doing voiceover characters, blah, blah, blah. And then another separate video of like random talents that you have. Right, okay. And so um, I like threw together these videos, which are still online on my YouTube channel that is basically dead. Um, and I entered the contest and then yeah. it went on for like, several months so in the meantime I like moved to New York I was pursuing voiceover they had like a second round with the judges and one of those judges was Patrick Seitz ah, so, okay. <laughs> that's how I met Patrick and um, Keith Silverstein was another judge and mm. um, Mommy from Bang Zoom was yeah. the third judge and so that went on and then they had like a, a final round and they flew four finalists to LA to do that final round and wow. um yeah, it was nuts. What is the what, so? What year was this? Oh, it must have been. Was it twenty fifteen? Okay, and what talents were in your talent video? <laughs> I assume your the your music, right? Uh, yeah, it was mainly. What did I do? I did. I played like a little bit of because I play like a little piano, a little guitar, a little flute. So I I did like a mishmash of those things and. I think at the end I showed some pictures of my cakes because I bake mm. as a hobby as well. So it was just like very random. Um, and then for my entry, I did like a bunch of impressions, which then like mm. when I got to the second round, they were like, they like had us do more 
original stuff, not not sure. impersonations. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what was the prize? The prize was <laughs> I was in Miss Monochrome, the dub of Miss Monochrome, which was a little anime. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the the singer's name. Oh, Yui Horie. Oh, Yui Horie. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. So yeah, this yeah, was yeah. her whole character and this adorable little anime. It's pretty cute. She has like a Roomba that is like a pet and stuff. So that was my first anime dub and it was so surreal and just like I flew out to LA. I dubbed the series because it's a short series. Sure. Um, And then I flew back to New York and I was like, oh man, all of the video games and animation are in LA. So like (laughs) six months after I moved to New York, I moved to LA and Mm. here I am today. Thanks to Miss Monochrome. Uh, (laughs) And that's cool though. Okay. So um, that was sort of like your, oh shit, let's, let's fucking do this sort of inspiration, I guess. So how, how long, how many sessions was that? was the was miss monochrome oh my gosh i don't I mean, remember ish. like were it you there like, for like a, like a like a couple days or yeah like... yeah because i was only in town for a few days to do this mm. and so i think we did it over two days and we just because i was like completely new sure but like it was it was short and like yeah it, it went pretty quick so mm. okay okay yeah damn that's that's a good story. I, I I had not known that actually. Uh, I, I'm looking at this. Okay, so the, oh, they're like five minutes an episode. Okay, so that's. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, 13 episodes in like a couple of days. I was like, ooh, that's that's a that's a lot to ask of a no. new of no, a no, brand no. new uh, uh, actor. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. But it was like it was encouraging because. I I struggle with like self confidence like still, but at the time I was like. I was afraid to even post my audition video because I was like, mm. is the entire internet just going to shit on me? Like, am I really dumb and I don't know it? And then, um, like, I asked my older brother, I was just like, should I do this contest or should I just not do it? And I had already made the videos and everything, and he was like, just do it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? And I was like, oh, man, you're right. And so <laughs> I entered, and, like, I'm so glad I did because that was the opportunity that really encouraged and pushed me to keep going sure i mean that's very good advice to anyone is just just fucking do it right yeah. like th- yeah. there's an kind i mean if especially if you made the videos it's like yeah just put your putting yourself out there i mean it takes you know it takes bravery and it takes determination to do it but i i i think a lot of this job is just going you know just go for it right yeah just yeah, yeah, yeah. uh cast aside uh your sort of um insecurities at least for the moment and just dive in uh mm-hmm. and, and and try your best and um well that's great i um i'm always curious to hear about like how di- everyone has sort of different paths into into the industry and mm-hmm. so with um after miss monochrome then what was your sort of you don't have to give like your whole like like literally everything but what what what, what was the kind of like the the path after that the path after that i'm like trying to remember the order of things like i moved out to la because i knew 
Patrick. He kind mm-hmm. of like introduced me to Cup of Tea, then sent me some auditions. Mm-hmm. And like I was still, Bang Zoom knew of me. And so they started sending me auditions. Sure. And so, yeah, I started auditioning for stuff and like started booking little things here and there. One of the other first things that I did here was Maya Faye in Ace Oh, Attorney. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, I I haven't played Ace Attorney, so mm, okay. Cardinals in. Uh, you're a fan though, right? I feel oh, like I'm, I've a seen big, you. I'm a huge fan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I know I've seen you post something about Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I, I, like, didn't know that there was such a huge fan following for this game. And, like, mm. I didn't really know much about the game when I went into it. And then, like, I fell in love with the idea of it. But, like, I still haven't played it because I was like, I don't want to hear myself at the time. <laughs> I, I, really, I was like, I can't play a game that I'm in because I don't want to listen to myself. It just takes me out of the game. And, like, all I can focus on is, like, I should have done this. I should have done this. But now I feel like I'm a lot better with that kind of thing. So now I kind of want to go back and play. Uh, I mean, you're in the sixth game, so you you don't have right. to worry for a while. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. I bought them all, too, because I was like, I'm going to play through. And then I just haven't mm, yet. So I would highly recommend it. I think um, uh, it'll give you an even greater appreciation for your character because your character is... Uh, one of the best characters uh, in in the series, so mm. you should definitely play. Especially the first three are like, not to say uh, the other ones are not, but the first three are just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I play every single one that comes out. Like four, uh, they actually uh, very recently uh, for the recording of this uh, episode announced the the the. I don't know if you saw this, the Great Ace Attorney. Oh yeah, uh, but it's like in. Yeah, like it's in it's in like old uh, Japan. Old, I don't even yeah, know when. Japan and that... London. It's like I think like eighteen uh, hundreds or something or whatever. Like yeah, that was something that we never thought was going to come stateside, but they're releasing both of them in a collection, which is very exciting. Uh-huh. Um, and I think they they just announced like they're packaging that with the original trilogy or something. So now's mm-hmm. a good time. You should uh you should dive in. Um, All right, especially Sold. if you. You know, if you're a big video game fan, uh, I think I think those games are um, uh, amazing. Yeah. Now, you mentioned um, you have a hard time hearing yourself and stuff. Um, what what has sort of helped you kind of get over that over time, or is it just like ah fuck it, it just sort of happened? You just bear it, like, sort of grit your teeth and bear it, <laughs> or or what? Like what what is? It's like a combination of things. I feel like like it's kind of like a eh, fuck it. Like I did it, and that's what happened. And like move mm. on with your life. Like you can't dwell on these things. Sure. Like it is what it is, and like I could learn from it. You know, if there's I don't know, I just like. I'm trying not to pick myself apart so much these days because mm. I tend to do that. And so, like, playing Fire Emblem, I was like, yes, blue lines, please. <laughs> I'm going to do uh-huh. it. And I'm like, I'm going to listen to my performance and just play the game and enjoy it. And, like, that was fine. Like, I was fine. I wasn't cringing, you know, over the whole thing. <laughs> so uh-huh. the more the more you do it, I feel like the more you get used to it and the more you just, like, get used to letting go, the more you can mm. so i don't know 
Yeah. That makes um, any sense. Well, I think you're great in it. I think I love I love uh, your performance as Annette. I think she's Thank great. Thank you. Um, but I, I, you know, from my from my experience, uh, I've actually not played a game I've been in. Uh, so oh really? I, yes, I've I've watched shows I've been in, um, and that's fine. Like I don't have an issue with it. Usually, I'm like, oh yeah, that was you know fine. But I haven't played a game yet, and I do wonder because there's so much more dialogue. Mm. Mm. I wonder if that would maybe make me feel the same way, like, oh god, like this and this. But I don't know. I I guess it's also interesting that like I. It's sort of like when you pl- when you voice in something, <laughs> it kind of makes you not like less interested, but it's like well, it's like well, I I kind of know what happens. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, well, see, that's the thing for me. Like, it takes me out of it because, like, I did record, so I know some of the script. And yeah. like, when I hear myself, I'm like, oh, this is no longer a fantasy. Where <laughs> I'm like, immersed in. It's me. So I don't know. Is that an element for you? Of are you avoiding playing games? No, in, not, nece- just- not necessarily. Um, I like. I just. You know, I I play less video games now. Like, mm. uh, I used to play a lot more, and I, I basically swapped all my skill points and time points into board games instead, because mm. uh, that's less time, um, and I can play more stuff. Um, so, like, it just so happens that the video games that I choose to play are not the ones that I'm in. Uh, mm. So, it, like... Like for example, like if I were in Hades, I would I would not have been like I'm not gonna play Hades. Like I'm I'm interested in Hades because of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this makes it sound like I'm not interested in the gameplay of the games that I'm in. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. I it's just that there are so many games to play, and you know people tell me oh oh like this game is really good. I'm like yeah no I I should play it, but I just haven't gotten. You gotta around prioritize. To it. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to it, and then there is that kind of thing, and I also like know that dialogue uh so it's like i i kind of know what happened is like i feel like i kind of experienced it uh it doesn't feel as like brand new you know mm-hmm. uh but you know what are you gonna do like i yeah. but with shows like i mean i i mean i have not seen every single thing i'm in either but if, it, if i was already a fan of it then then i will watch it uh yeah yeah although i i think I'm trying to remember if I watched, even then, if it has a, if even if I if I'm in the dub, I might I still I think I watched the sub first actually. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and then I watched the dub maybe later on a on another viewing, but. Um, I like to watch, I like to watch, so for this is a horrible confession, but for Demon Slayer, I watched it all in Japanese except oh. for a couple episodes. Like I went back and I was like, let me check out the English and. Um, and it's like two things like one I don't want to hear my performance and then two, <laughs> two I'm like let me practice my Japanese that I'm like slowly mm. forgetting because like when do I get to use it never you know sometimes in a session when they're like what does this mean I'm like this is what it means mm. or I don't know so do you when you watch anime usually do you watch it subbed or dubbed I usually watch it subbed to try mm-hmm. to like yeah practice yeah. No, i'm the same way i uh for me it's it's um i'm just a big fanboy of say you so i that's why i, mm, I watch it mm, i watch it so mm-hmm. 
Uh, I have like an encyclopedic knowledge of seiyu, so that I do you I, really? Oh yeah, I can. If I hear a performance, I can usually be like, "That's so and so." That's awesome. Is it awesome? <laughs> I mean, I love that stuff. I love it when you're like, when you have this like little niche talent, like identifying Japanese voice actors. Like that is awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll thank you. I don't. I, don't know I mean, not that that's your only talent. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, just like it seems more sad than anything. But I'll, I'll take the compliment. Um, I, I love really nerdy, really nerdy shit. Like, do you have anything like that? Like a extremely nerdy, like oh, I can do this, or I have extreme knowledge of this subject. Oh man, I don't know if there's anything like really specific like that. I don't think. I don't have to think about it. Mm, okay okay yeah i'm like um, guitar man i, I mean, have two I mean, copies you, of the you, game one in english one in japanese and i have the soundtrack and you cosplayed and, it and i cosplayed it so like that's one that's one really i think that definitely counts dorky i mean thing going back to kind of like the whole uh sub dub thing like uh you know a lot of people are always like trying to make it like a big like fight or whatever and i'm like yeah. and i'm just like who cares <laughs> like it doesn't yeah, matter same. at all it makes uh, me so mad and like i think that these days the localization dubs the local localizations and dubs are great yeah. for the most part like some of them are so like they're nuanced because like the directors and writers are like making their own jokes that are mm-hmm. culturally relevant to you know, English speakers. Yeah. And then the Japanese version also has its own unique jokes. So like both versions are great and valid for their own reasons. And like people like each of them for their own reasons. And who cares who watches what? People get so wrapped so, up in that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, there was one thing I'll just ask because I just ask fucking everybody is, um, do you, do you play uh, board games at all? I only when, like, I'm invited to. I don't take the initiative. Mm. I'm not, like, a huge board game person. Gotcha. But I have been to a couple board game nights in my day. I I enjoy board games depending on who I'm playing with. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I'm not, like, obsessed with board games, but I, I love just, like, fucking around and having fun with people who mm. I love. I Ooh, may, may I say fuck on that? I've said fuck, I think, a thousand times so okay. far, so I think you're fine. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. Cool, fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I I feel like it's, like, the company that sells me on board games. Mm, um, okay, okay. But do you have any, like, that you absolutely love that you would be like, this is what I would recommend to someone if they're like, what's a board game? What's Where a board? Oh, what's a board game? Um, ooh, I mean, not a... in like simplicity, but in like in terms of like this is a cool thing. Okay, um, I would say like just for I think this is a pretty easy sell for people. Is uh, you've heard of Pandemic? Have you heard of Pandemic, the board game? Yes. Okay, so there's Pandemic Legacy, which is a campaign version of that. Uh, I would say. Like, if you have, like, a group of friends and you can play something in multiple times, um, Pandemic Legacy is a great... Do you know what a legacy game is? I'm not sure. Uh, basically, the long story short, it's basically 
imagine a board game where you play it over multiple sessions, but okay. there's a story yeah, yeah. and uh, there are permanent changes that happen. So you can only play it through okay. with this campaign once. So like you like rip up cards, you put stickers on the board, you have permanent lasting effects based off your <gasps> your decisions and how you do in the game. Uh, mm -hmm. And there are plot twists and there are secret boxes that say like, don't open this box until you get, if you do this, open this and see what happens, you know. It's great. I would say something like that, like Pandemic Alone, I think is a good sort of entryway game into sort of more quote unquote serious games. But that sort of experience, I think, can be very exciting for people to go, oh, this is what, you know, board games can do. This is fun. Yeah, I like yeah, board games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, beyond that, like, you know, even just like party games, I think, are a good way to get people into it, like. Um, there's one called uh, Deception Murder in Hong Kong where, I don't know if you've heard of this game, but a bunch of mm -mm. you, you're all detectives and you're trying to solve a murder, but one of you is the murderer. Uh, and so you're looking at everyone's okay. sort of like evidence and going, who amongst us is actually the, because there's a silent clue giver who's giving you clues as to who it is. And you're all okay. looking at each other's stuff and going, oh, well. Because the answer has to be uh, two, it's like two different cards. Everyone has cards in front of them. It's like weapons and evidence. And mm -hmm. the answer, the murderer gets to choose secretly at the beginning of the game while everyone else's eyes are closed. So they might be like, okay, my, mine is like can opener and uh, I don't know, fucking rope or something like that. And so the clue giver is trying to put these clues down to direct the detectives to figure out which one of you is the murderer. And the murderer is trying to like sort of point towards other people or cover up for your you know for your evidence it's it's very very good that sounds that sounds fun that's like a more complicated among us yeah yeah <laughs> um like do you do you like among us it's yeah it's another game where i'm like this is fun depending on who you play with yeah de definitely depending on who you play with yeah um i would but say there are several board games that do what among us does but I would say even better, like, you know, in okay. more interesting ways, more varied ways. Uh, I think Among Us is fun, but um, you can definitely, like, and even, like, Secret Hitler. Have you ever played, like, Secret Hitler? No. Oh, shit. Secret Hitler is fucking great. I mean, have you heard of it or know what it is? No. Uh, <laughs> the loop. Yeah, no, no, no. Secret Hitler is a game where um, some of you are fascists and some of you are liberals, and one of you is Hitler, like a secret <laughs> Hitler. And you're trying to get these laws passed, but you don't know who's who, and you don't know who Hitler is. Because after a certain point, if Hitler ever gets elected as the chancellor, the fascists immediately win the game. Meanwhile, if you don't pass, if you pass enough bad laws or good laws, one of the two sides will win. And so everyone is trying to figure out who the two actual like, or the two or three actual fascists are, uh, and mm -hmm. they're also trying to like shoot Hitler if they can. It's great. It's another one of those sort of hidden role. You can kind of fuck with people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That sort of thing. Um, I think the last board game I played was... Have you ever played Evolution? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played Oceans, Climate? which is the sequel. Uh, that... Okay, I have Evolution Climate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... We have yeah. that, but haven't played it yet. Um, but I think it's very similar to Oceans. It's like... Is that is it similar in that you you kind of have like these animals and they have do different they abilities and, and stuff? And yeah, 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 yeah. My wife did a promo card art for Oceans, which is the, oh, the no sequel. Way. Yeah, so we they sent us uh, both games. I haven't played the first one yet though, but Oceans so is cool. Oceans is really fun. Yeah, well, 
it's actually uh, been about an hour, so we're, we're about done. But did you think of any nerdy, nerdy uh, uh, f- sort of uh, talents or and or uh, obsessions you have that maybe the norm- average person wouldn't know about you? I know Guitar I mean, Man is there, but is there anything else? Yeah, is there and then I'm thinking like back to the Shakuhachi stuff Yeah, where I, so I, uh, when I started playing, I became obsessed with this player, Yamamoto Hozan, mm. who was a living national treasure of Japan. Mm-hmm. And I... The first time I heard Shakuhachi music, I didn't know, but it was his oh, playing. And okay. I found out like later down the line, like my teacher started playing me this music and I was like, wait a second, who is that? Oh my God, that's Yamamoto Hozan. He's the reason I'm playing Shakuhachi. And then I like one day had the opportunity to meet him Ooh. and perform on stage with him what? when I was in Japan because... I, as a member of Tozan Ryu Shakuhachi group, all the members get to play on stage together. And Yamamoto Hozan just happened to be a member of that group. Whoa. And then my teacher was like, let me just introduce you to him. And I was like, oh my God. And like, was such a dork at the time. But I nerded out about that so hard. And I like, I feel like that is maybe a really nerdy thing. Oh, that about absolutely me. counts. Okay. It's yeah. pretty specific. And like, I don't know. Like I fangirl out about this Shakuhachi player. I was like, how was his it? reaction? So, he ugh, it was ridiculous because so first I like met him um outside of like an auditorium and he signed my thing and he was just like chuckling to himself because he knew I was like really excited to see him. Uh-huh. And then later like I met him again at an after party for the the show that we we performed and then there's always a party after. Sure. Um and so they, um, my teacher's friends were all like teasing me and him <laughs> and they're like, Oh, like get a picture together. Oh, like <laughs> cheers your wine. And like, Oh, it was like, it was embarrassing, but also I was just like, I got to meet one of my idols. So. And perform with him, which is that, perform with that's him. awesome. Damn. I mean, one of a, a group of many people, but still, like, it wasn't just me and him, but yeah, it was it was pretty amazing and like I get nervous like I'm just talking to you about it and I'm like oh my god I met him but he um he passed away a few years ago Mm. and like just he was he was one of the most amazing players in my opinion so Mm. well I'm glad you got to meet him that is a great story like I love hearing about people's like sort of interests that aren't usually you don't usually get to bring up right you know uh yeah. this sort of thing and that, nobody cares about Shakuhachi. oh but see now i am like i i like had not really heard of this but now i have learned about it like that's that's the shit that i um like like hearing about when uh i i talk to people now mm-hmm. uh is there is there video of you playing the shakuhachi or have you ever i yeah actually there is on my on my YouTube channel, I played a, a short piece of a song, I think, mm. um, that's still up. And then I might have done that in my talent video as well, like played a little bit of Shakuhachi. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Well, everyone, go watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my five, my five-year-old. Videos your five-year-old videos YouTube. of Shakuhachi, and leave uh, 100 comments of support. 
uh, on on those. Um, <laughs> well, this has been great. I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down and talk. Yeah, thanks for having me. I just want to say, like, you're so fucking funny. Like, I love your stuff, and I think you're super talented, and I can't wait to see what you're up to next. Oh, thank world. you. I appreciate that. And I also think you're very talented as well. Uh, so thank oh, you. Thank you, thank oh, you thank for you. Uh, <laughs> taking the time. Uh, where can people find you? I am at Abby Trot on most platforms. Cool. <laughs> Very simple. Right to the point. I like it. Yep. That's pretty much me. I'm like, I don't know, ProZD, Google it. You'll find it. You'll find all this shit that way. Um, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much again for uh, sitting down. Thank you.